Welcome to Arbitrary Advice. Here is your host, B. Hey guys, it's B. Um, welcome back to Arbitrary Advice. Today, we're going to talk about the famous Murdoch trials, and we have a special guest. Hey guys, this is Mag from the You Don't Want to Know podcast. Mm-hmm. And where More can about I find you? <laughs> oh, um, so I'm on like every streaming platform that you can find for podcasts. So it shouldn't be too hard. Just you don't want to know on anything. That is very easy. Um, mm-hmm. Very entertaining show. I was on it. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. The star. Took, took the whole show away. I mean... I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. I liked it. Um, yeah, I love. I just love like talking to someone, and then we always get on like side tracks, you know. And I feel like oh, it yeah. just makes it so much better because I'm not like just staring at myself, like thinking like, "Wow, people actually want to hear this." Like, <laughs> yeah, I call it being on Tangent Island. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the only place I want to be, go. to be honest. And I feel bad because I even do that, like when I'm by myself. Like I, I can't control anything in my life because even me alone I'm like okay let's go this way no gotta come back on track let's go this way though and then I'm like just continuously like this shouldn't take this long but I'm just running everywhere in my mind it's like it's like the Spongebob episode where he's like got a bunch of little Spongebobs in his head and they're just like going crazy that's how my brain is and it is also Spongebobs in my brain so it's very similar makes sense (laughs) um what made you want to start podcasting? I don't even know, honestly. Um, what did that? Well, actually, um, I wanted to write a book. I want, want to write a book. And I'm okay. not going to tell you ex- off air. I'll tell you what it's about because it's a very okay. good idea. I've actually like came up with all the characters and I've made outlines for all the chapters and I've started on the chapters or chapter singular. But the basis of the book, I need to know more about serial killers to, like, kind of put it all together. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds really confusing, but it makes sense once you know. Um, so I was like, yeah, I can do, like, research and stuff like that because I just love true crime, you know? Yeah. I love, like, all things spooky that makes the, like, hairs on the back of your neck stand up. Um, and I was like, you know, if I'm doing this, like, this is so much fun. Why don't I just, like talk to people about it because that's another thing is I love talking (laughs) I love describing things and like telling stories like my favorite thing to do in the entire world my favorite thing to do and everyone hates me for it but I just love talking about movies like going very detailed into movies that I've seen and people are like dude I want to watch that movie stop talking (laughs) (laughs) don't spoil it (laughs) right exactly and I do every time like even after like they're like don't tell me anything important I'm like okay but here's this information that's going to completely ruin it (laughs) you're like my sisters man it's so bad I feel so bad so this is kind of like an outlet to get away from ruining movies for other people so I mean I think that's why I like doing it I don't know I really don't know I don't know where the idea came from, to be completely honest. I was going to say, because why wouldn't you do, like, a movie review podcast? Because then you can just talk your heart out about movies. Like, what made you go for true crime? I guess it's like... Well, it's funny because when my mom, she loved the Snapped Network, if you've ever heard of that. Like, Snapped. Like, Snapped on ID or whatever. I feel Um, like I 
have heard of that, yeah. Yeah, and she would always watch it when I was a kid. I have this very specific memory of watching one in, like, the downstairs area of our home and thinking, like, I need to go to bed. But to go to bed, I have to go up the stairs. And the stairs are behind the basement door. And that's horrifying. So <laughs> me and my mom got up to go to bed. And I was like, oh, finally, thank God she's going to bed. I don't have to go alone. And mm-hmm. uh, she wanted me to walk behind her. And I was like, well, no, because that's where ser- a serial killer is going to essentially grab my legs and pull me down. I got yeah. so scared. And I don't know if, like, the thrill of being scared is what was like, ooh, this is kind of cool. <laughs> but that's, like, a very specific memory that I have. And then when I was younger, I hung out with my sister. She was, like, helping me get through a hard time. I was going through an eighth grade. Some mm-hmm. boy probably didn't like me. I don't know. Um, but we watched a scary movie together. And it was the worst scary movie ever. It was, like, don't turn off the lights or something. Mm-hmm. It was about this family that moves into this, like, really old house that no one wanted to buy because it had a background or backstory, whatever. And it ended up being, like, these little tiny, like, two-inch creatures that for some reason didn't come out until like halfway through the movie and it would kill people i don't know it was Mm. so bad but again i got that thrill of like oh i'm scared like that adrenaline so that's kind of what fueled me to like get into this stuff more and then um when sorry this is taking a long a lot longer than no I, i love it but when i was in high school i was a senior in high school i so i have dyslexia and to help with that, I um, read a lot. So I found that helps in in, eighth, or in my senior year. I was like just reading a million books and I got really close to this one teacher and I took her class. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I had to do for her class was write like a 12-page paper. Ridiculous. So I was like, what topic can I do that I can like run out 12 pages? Like I have to have something for each chapter. That's what I thought in my mind. And I was like, mm-hmm. cults. That's it. That's the one. I'm doing cults. I don't know where it came from. But I was like, okay, I'm going to do a cult leader for every single one. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to title it a good leader because cult leaders are technically good leaders. Like if you really want to break it down into a different way, like a good leader can pull someone in. It doesn't mean like you're a good person because that's a whole different thing. Yeah. So I just like broke down all of them. And then after that, I just like dove head first. And that same year, we did a book project in a different class, and Mm -hmm. it was called uh, Devil in a White City, I think. And that's about um, H.H. Holmes building his murder hotel or murder castle, whatever they call it, um, while the Chicago World or the World Fair in Chicago is being built. Mm -hmm. And we had to like give a big speech at the end of the um, book about what we talked about or what we read. And about five other girls, and they were specifically girls, five other girls read it, and they were like, yeah, I just thought it was really interesting how they documented the progress and how things happen. And I was like, dude, those murders, though. (laughs) (laughs) The kill rooms. And no one else talked about it. And I'm like, wow, they must have thought it was messed up. I thought it was crazy. (laughs) So that, like, after senior year, that's kind of where I just, like, dove headfirst and started listening to true crime podcasts. And if I'm being totally honest, like Morbid, I don't know if you've heard of that one. I've, I I love know. Morbid. I love the way the girls do things. And I feel like no other podcast really does it that way where it's just like a person telling you versus a robot. And yeah. if that's what you want, if you want a robot, that's great. 
I want a person. I want to feel like I'm talking to someone who's as interested in true crime as I am, not someone who's like reading a script. So that's kind of where it came from for me. Like I was literally just really, really interested in true crime. And I started listening to their podcast and I was like, they sound like they're having so much fun. And initially it was another thing for the podcast was a way to get closer to one of my friends in Florida or she Mm -hmm. was in Colorado at the time. If you guys listen to the first couple episodes you'll realize who i'm talking about (laughs) she didn't stick around (laughs) but that's okay um yeah we kind of drifted apart um she couldn't do it but that was the whole thing was like i can still every other week talk to one of my best friends even though she's so far away and we can still stay close and then we didn't (laughs) that happens yeah whatever but i mean it's still really fun and it's also like a really cool like accomplishment like i put out a podcast every other week you know not a lot of people can say that no no yeah most podcasts i think it's they don't make it past episode like seven or something i don't remember the exact statistic but you know i'm on 25 i think heck yeah i think it's 26 and i'm in the making of 20 well if it's 26 and or 27 or 27 and 28 i'm doing a two pod podcast Mm. Mm, very exciting it's a pretty interesting case so how long have you been podcasting for (sighs) roughly um consistently like a month no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) um i want to say it started about two years ago I moved, like, the idea has been there for a while. Like, I remember when yeah. I came up with the name, I was like, oh, guess what my podcast name is? You don't want to know. No, that's the podcast name. Because everyone would be like, no, I do want to know. Tell me. And, like, oh, yeah, every time, because it still happens. Every time I'm like, yes, that's just feeding my soul. Um, So I, I came up with the idea probably, like, five years ago, but I never, like, did anything. Mm-hmm. And then I moved out of my parents' house, and I just was kind of bored, and I was like, I have free time. I watch too much TV, (laughs) so this will, like, take me away from that. Um, So, like, I think my first recording was three years ago in, like, October or something. It was warm because I remember I went for a jog, and then I got on the podcast, and I was talking to her in the attic, and I was, like, sweat sweat was just dripping down my face, and I'm like, this was such a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) So then she left. I took a really long break and then I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something. I just kind of like jumped in and then I stopped again. (laughs) And now I'm consistent, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I've had that. Yeah, I can relate to that for sure. I've had to take breaks because of like, you know, shit happens. But yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you ever make merch, you got to have like shirts that say like, you don't want to know. And then on the back say like but you do <laughs> no really it's you don't want to know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like i actually when i'm doing my podcasts i'm like ooh, that would be fun on a shirt like i try and like this was another like tagline i got it was um mm-hmm. whenever i jump in i'm like let's get uncomfortable or get ready to get uncomfortable i'm like mm, that's going on a shirt someday but mm-hmm. i mean Maybe someday I'll get there. I just, I don't know if anyone actually listens or if someone just like listens for five seconds and jumps off. So I know I listen to it because I'm a narcissist. (laughs) Uh, I mean, same. (laughs) But you know, whatever. It's fine. I don't know. I found like listening to myself sometimes I'm like, oh, this is like cringe listening to myself. I'm like, I hate my voice. Well, honestly, I do it because I want to hear like if there's 
things that I'm doing weird that I can kind of try and correct because, oh my gosh, the first couple episodes I would edit the thing and I was like, Mm -hmm. this is so painful. Like, why do people do this? And I would always go like, oh yeah, I I just, uh, it controlled me crazy. I was, I would (laughs) delete everything. So I like consciously try not to do it and I hope Mm -hmm. I don't do it as much anymore. I don't I don't edit really the podcast unless I have a guest. So I'm sorry if I do say it a lot. Um, but I just try and listen to like annoying things I do, which is a lot. So only so much I can fix <laughs> about myself. Yeah, I can relate to that. I mean, I kind of started out. Well, my first few episodes are rough. I'm not going to lie because <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing and I had a different yeah. mic and everything. And then for a while, probably like 20 episodes I edited most of them Mm -hmm. and then I was just like you know what I I don't want to do that anymore Mm -hmm. I was like I like listening to like real not like yes exactly versions so yeah robots you don't want to listen to robots I think I gave up after like three episodes though so kudos to you for sticking it out for 20 (laughs) yeah I don't that's a lot of work because it's like well I don't know what goes into like what you would do for your podcast but like I do so much research and then yeah. I record and in the middle of recording I'll like stop and re-say something because like I spill my or I trip over my words all the time mm-hmm. um so that's like extra time and then going back and having to re-listen to it and like oh gosh I can't even like think yeah, about it's, that it makes the process like three times longer yeah and it's like I'd rather just be raw anyways, so. Same. Un- unedited, uncensored. <laughs> Heck yeah. So I guess I'll ask, um, oh boy. based on the Murdoch trials and stuff. <sighs> Those. We're going to go a little backwards. So oh. like, to you, guilty or not guilty? There's so many things that he's being slapped with. What are you referring to when you say guilty or not guilty? Like, do you think that he... Should go to jail? No, I don't think he did. I think he hired someone to do it, though. I think two people. Okay, so I really don't think he's going to get his hands dirty. I think he's too smart for that because he mm-hmm. is a very smart guy. Um, I think two people would have killed the son and the wife because it's two different guns, if I'm remembering correctly, which I think I am. Yeah. But I really, I really don't think that he was the one that did it. And if, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he was smart enough to not even like watch it happen to like be at home. So he could like yeah. go as far as like, this is what you need to do. Here they are. They're right here. I'm with them. They don't need to be suspicious or they're not suspicious of anything. Cause I'm right here. And why would I do that? But then have somebody else do it, you know? And plus, he was giving that one person all that money, you know? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Eddie Smith. Yeah, I I don't remember the name. But yeah, so I don't think that he did it himself, but I Mm -hmm. do think that he, like, planned everything out. Because if you look back at all of his other behavior with his son, Paul, Mm -hmm. it was so methodically planned out, like, drunk driving accident okay let's go we got to get the beer cans out we got to f- get this we got to so- sober you we got to do this we got to do this okay now we can call the police you know it was yeah. so like boom 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 okay we're good to go he was just way too smart you know and he had yeah. all those connections too i actually made a note on here like when he's going through trial how can he get a fair trial when he knows so many people in that area so That's i feel like I'm they saying. i feel like well, i mean 
at this point in our history, like human history, I feel like mm-hmm. people are going to be pretty good about it. But who knows? Like, I'm from the Midwest. So mm-hmm. everything, like, we're not, like, Southern. Like, it's so hard to explain. Um, How you have, like, the Southern people who... I don't even know how to explain explain it. Like, when you think of Southern people, you think of, like, hospitality and, yeah. like, um, kind of close to, like, cowboy times, essentially, you know? So, yeah. like, people having a monopoly over things. And that's kind of what he had in the courtroom is he had a monopoly over things. And he just knew yeah. who to talk to and who to have relationships with. So, I think it's going to be really hard or at least it might have been really hard at one point in human history to get a fair trial there so i'd like to think nowadays people are smart to realize like oh he's my friend well if i treat him like my friend i'm gonna get in trouble so i'm just gonna stick to the law which is what everyone should do in my opinion yeah (laughs) yeah see i've been like struggling with how i feel about it because i mean i always contradict myself Mm -hmm. but See, part of me, for most of the time, like, from watching the documentary on, I was, like, guilty. Like, so guilty. Mm-hmm. He did Ooh. it. You know, whatever. What are you going to say next? I'm, I'm on, my, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I've been hearing people give, like, different theories of what they oh. think actually happened. And I should have listened to theories. <laughs> Let's go. One is that, you know, he owed a lot of money to people. And mm-hmm. people think that he maybe it was kind of like they forced him to watch it and mm-hmm. framed him for it, basically. But then I was like, why would you just the say case, that? Yeah. And why wouldn't why would you create this whole alibi that you created? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's like but then I'm like, maybe he had to do that. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I've never, I've never been in a situation where I've owed thousands of dollars, been addicted to drugs, and had to like do all that stuff. So I mean, who knows yeah. what that situation is like? Thank and God I haven't been in that situation. But yeah, for real, we're just yeah. like twenty or hindsight's perspective is like, if somebody committed a murder in front of you and just trying to blame you, just <laughs> and the court system is supposed to figure out the correct guilty person, you know. But yeah, taking a look at like the West Memphis Three sometimes guilty people get convicted of terrible things so or innocent people get convicted of terrible things yeah but dude oh my gosh that first episode i was just crying and that stuff doesn't get to me as badly as like most people but that one got to me that one really really got to me oh me too mallory just seemed she literally seemed like this beam of light on earth that like just yes. was around everyone. Just the fact that her two best friends were like, yeah, she went up to me and she said I was pretty. Or she went up to me and she said she liked my shoes. And we were best friends. Like, yes. I'm just like, I want to be best friends with Mallory. Yeah. What yeah. The heck? Like, and then it was so like cool. so sad listening to like her boyfriend <sighs> talk. That like broke me. And the yeah, part where like he his mom. Leave. Yeah, and his mom was like, he was oh. on the phone and was like, I would marry her right now mm, if she like yeah. walked out of the water. I was like, just like hit I was, me, man. I was like trying to, <laughs> I was thinking the whole time, like, she's going to be okay. They're going to find her. She's just a yeah. mermaid and she's been surviving down there trying to wait this whole mess out. Yeah. Or something, anything. Gosh, yeah, that was, that was really, really, really hard to, oh, gosh. 
Yeah, I know. I was hoping there was going to be like some kind of miracle. <sighs> yeah. Hmm. But it was a really good point. And I hadn't thought about this when I was watching the documentary. They brought it up in the documentary. Mm-hmm. But the first episode when they're like, why haven't they found her body? Why didn't they find it right away? She had mm-hmm. an Apple watch on, you know, and those things can yeah. be pinged so easily. So it just once they said, like, he's a prominent man in the community. If he didn't want something found, he could have fought as hard as he could, put as many barriers barriers up as he could to not get her body found, you know? Yeah. Which, with no, I don't know if it's, like, his thinking was, like, no body, no crime kind of thing. Because it's really hard to be convicted of murder without a body. But I don't know if that would be the case because this isn't, like, a physical, like, I murdered you. It's, like... I, yeah, it was an accident. I got into an accident. And that's how I murdered you, kind of thing, you know. Yeah, Whew. it's messy, messy, messy. Don't every situation. Drive. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, yeah, and oh, it just—I <laughs> feel like it just unravels. You okay, said don't okay. Boat and drive. Yeah, <laughs> or boat, <laughs> drink and boat, drink and boat. But also, don't boat and drive because that's that's irresponsible too. I don't yeah, think it's yeah. possible. <laughs> don't try it out. No. Don't try this at home, folks. Okay, I I totally (laughs) forgot. You never answered the question you asked me. Do you think he's guilty or no? I I do think he's guilty, yeah. Oh, okay. I I lean more towards, like, he's guilty for sure. I've just been hearing, you know, people always have, like, conspiracy crap. And, you know, some of it I'm like, hmm, maybe that's possible. (laughs) But then also there's ways to, like, negate that. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, we just did. We just... Don't debunk that one (laughs) just like that. Um, Yeah, yeah, I always love getting to like conspiracy theories, like with the whole COVID shot thing. Like that was always really fun to hear all those crazy stuff about Bill Gates and things. So, oh yeah, yeah. it's fun, but like we also have to remember like there's a reality too, and you can't get sucked into the fantasy. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People just have a lot of time on their hands. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I started a podcast, so I wouldn't be crazy like them. <laughs> no time on my hands. No, no time to be crazy. <laughs> um, okay, so I actually, like, went episode by episode and took notes. I don't know how you did it for that, but if you want, I can, like, kind of read you what I put down. Yeah. So, um... Oh my gosh, what is my handwriting? It's so bad. Um, so the thing that like really messed me up and like really, really upset me in the first episode mm-hmm. was just the fact that they tried to blame the other kid for driving. Oh, yeah. They tried to pin that on him. And like, I don't understand why no one like actually pushed more i guess like yeah he i well at least from the way they told the story and they made it seem like he was gonna kind of accept it and nothing was ever really resolved after that where they they were like oh what was his name like aaron or something i think it was connor connor yeah his name is connor um connor just kind of like accepted it or he was confused or something that mm-hmm. really upset me and then also the fact that the police didn't call mallory's parents right away that really pissed me off. Yeah, and I don't I think that kind of bleeds into the second episode, but when um just well the fact that all the other parents came and it's mm. most likely because the kids were alive as bad as that sounds to call yeah. their parents. So that's why their parents came. But yeah. then um what's his name? Uh the Mallory's boyfriend 
Well, I don't remember anyone's name. I remember all the girls' names because they start with an M. I think it was Anthony. Yeah, okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> that sounds I right. I think. <laughs> um, I wrote it down somewhere, but we'll find it eventually. Um, his mom came and she's like, okay, well, somebody has to call Mallory's parents and I'm not yeah. doing it. Which at first you're like, oh, okay. But then you're like, okay, yeah, I wouldn't want to be the person to tell anyone to that your that news, daughter's yeah. missing. Yeah. And it was almost like they really had to force the police into that. So at first I was like, that's just bad police work. Well, but then actually, I was like, but then I was like, said, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead sorry. sorry. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Um, it, it made sense because it was just like the police trying to not step on the toes of the Murdochs. And I was like, yeah. oh, snap. Everyone else is way smarter than me because I did not see that coming. Yeah. You know? That was just insane. Like, just the fact that that happens. The fact that we yeah. can have police officers that don't police office. <laughs> <laughs> to put it like, like yeah. they don't do the right yeah. thing. Like, you know? you get, They like, actually... I don't know. Her parents said that they never got a call from yeah, that's law like, enforcement. <sighs> like, they never reached out. It was, like, another parent that ended up yeah, doing the call. Yeah, good thing that they did. Like... Oh my gosh, I would have like found a way to gotten the the police in trouble for that one because it's like, oh yeah, that's your job. You're supposed to notify me right away, you know? Yeah, like there should be more of like a federal thing that they can be reported to to get in trouble yeah. if that town is so corrupt. There should be some kind of like checks and balances there somewhere. Yeah, seriously. But like, I feel like in a lot of those situations, there's like a person that checks on that, but like they're in the same like boat as you you know it's like a buddy system versus like someone yeah. higher up being like okay are you following the rules yeah so that like that really 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 bothered me Ugh. and then like uh what's her name um miley or megan i think it's megan her hands and connor's uh lip or whatever lip. oh that looked just so painful like oh my yeah. gosh Ooh, oh my gosh and then you can hear them in the background of the 911 call screaming like yeah. screaming their friend's name and like screaming like that hurts like oh it yeah. ripped me apart like that was so hard for me to listen to same Mm-mm. especially when like anthony was like jumping back in the water they said that he kept oh, like yeah. going he- in and out of the water and he wouldn't leave either, even though, like, he was really messed up and needed to go to the hospital. He wouldn't leave. Yeah. And they kept going back. And, like, just – I think he – they said, like, he was talking to them, like – or talking to the water while he was there. Like, mm-hmm. he could talk to her. Oh, my gosh. Dude, that guy that, loved her. That was going to be such a sweet story, too. Like, yeah, like, sweethearts, but, like, they didn't realize it until they were older or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Just – Yeah, that was, like, the – they definitely, you know, planned that documentary well because they mm-hmm. sucked you in with that first story. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then, then just the fact that they were all so close to, like, they were mm-hmm. all best friends. So, like, they all could be couples and best friends together. So, like, if one of them was missing, the other three could, like, hang out and have a good time, you know? Yeah. And oh, the fact that it was their friend that made this mistake, like, oh man that's just so hard that's so hard yeah i thought it was big of mallory's boyfriend to be like you know eventually i like forgave him yeah type Mm -hmm. of thing 
Well, I really like the line where um, I don't remember what they were doing, but like he was standing one area and like Paul was somewhere else and he wouldn't look at Paul until eventually he did. And, and Paul's like, dude, I love you, man. He's like, I love you too, but I'm pissed at you right now. Yeah. And it was like, he still really does love him, even though yeah. he made this huge, huge, huge mistake, but he still loves him. And that, that was huge to me, like really me too. But oh gosh. Just yeah. Cause I don't think that. I'd be as forgiving. Like I don't, Gosh, I don't even know what I would do in that situation. Like, I can't just and like, life is so fragile too. imagine mm -hmm. that like one minute, she's just right next to you. So loving and alive. And then the next, not even is her like, she gone, but like, she's physically gone too. like, it took however yeah. many days to find her. How do you mm -hmm. understand that? You know, like when you really I've there's so many moments in my life where I'm like, I, I do like mundane tasks or like s simple things. And mm -hmm. unfortunately like death is one of those things that I think about, not do, but think about. Um, and yeah. it's like, you think about breaking it down, like, wow, like one minute you're suit, you're alive. You can move your fingers. You can blink your eyes. You can have conscious mm -hmm. thought. And then the next moment it's just gone. Whether it's like a reason that like you had cancer and it finally took over or yeah. there's no explanation. You just fell over dead like oh, yeah it's crazy it's a very yeah it's a very mind-blowing yeah I don't want to call it a concept because it's a real thing but yeah. <laughs> it's a mind-blowing thing for sure yeah um, yeah I, I think about that a lot too because I'm like just one minute you Cute. have like a soul and and like a personality and mm -hmm. you know and, and then the gone. next you're just gone and like no wonder people have such a hard time with grief because it's like how how like mm -hmm. and you don't know what happened either like you're like where'd you go like you're just yeah. gone am i gonna yeah. see you again or are you gone forever and am i am i gonna go away forever too are we yeah. gonna see each other eventually like who yeah it's a deep thing yeah we got which is why <laughs> it was so mind-blowing to me how their family just seemed to not care like they just they had no real Oh yeah, so no care. Oh, I just wanted to punch him in the face. Like um, they were just so concerned about him not being in trouble, but like, how are you not like crying with them? How are you dude, not? They were just nothing. Like they had no emotions for anything else. I literally was look. I was literally reading my note that I put mm -hmm. down as you said that, and it was when um I think it was Miley. I want to say I think she asked Alec. Okay, this was really confusing to me because mm -hmm. it was spelled Alex. But he pronounced it Alec with a C. And so Murdoch. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, what, what was that about? Like, what the? I was like, pronounce it correctly. Here I am from the Midwest. Like, I don't think I say anything correct. Um, but when she asked him, like, what about Mallory? And he, or like, what about the missing girl? And he's like, who? And she's like, oh, it was actually, um, I think it was Miley's mom that asked this. Or no, okay, someone related to the family. I'm sorry, it's no one's mom, no. but it was someone's like aunt or something that asked this. And um, he, Alec or Alex goes, who? And she's like, Mallory, the girl that's like fell in the water. And he goes, we all know how that's going to end up. Oh, that was the grandpa. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like. <sighs> yeah, that like that? pissed me off so bad. How I'm like, how do you that? not care? It's a human being. Like. 
not only a human being, a human being that's close to like your family member. Yeah. Like I understand. I mean, I don't understand, but I can see where trying to protect Paul came in. But how do you still like still show like remorse? Still a human being? Yeah. Honestly. You know? And it just seemed like that whole family was like that. At least that's how they were portrayed, you know? Yeah, well, honestly, it's probably because they had to clean up so many messes like this that they're it's just mechanical for them. They're like, okay, this is what we got to do. They're like, we got to get Paul out of this situation again. So how are we going to do that? Oh, there's a girl missing? Well, that's not related to our family. So let's just keep going. Let's try and get Paul out of this situation. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, if people knew that this family was so, like, like that, for lack of a better word, it's like, how come so many people were close to them? <laughs> like, I would not associate myself. Well, at the same time, so I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like playing devil's advocate, mm-hmm. wouldn't you want to be close to that family so they could help you out if you got into bad situations or on the other I side of it so. so you wouldn't be on their bad side in case they did something to blame you? True. So, like, I, if you're a morally upstanding person, I could totally see, like, just stay away from me. But at the same time, it would be beneficial either to get more or to stay out of trouble with them. You know, yeah. so it can go both ways. Not that like, I mean, who knows what, how you would react in that situation, but it it just makes sense either way. You know, yeah. I wouldn't want to be a part of that family, but at the same time, who knows? Like I could be a terrible person and who knows? <laughs> I hope I'm not, but who knows? <laughs> You're not a terrible person. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so how about the, or do you have anything uh, in, in relation to that? Because I have another question about how you No, I was going to bring up the savage ending, but... Okay, yeah, I have other things. Okay. The 911 call for um, Maggie... Or no, 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 Gloria. Mm -hmm. From Maggie. How did you feel about that? Okay, first of all, I could not tell whose voice it was. Because I couldn't tell if it was a woman making the call or if it was Paul. (laughs) It's so funny that you said that. So the first like half of it, I'm pretty sure is Maggie. And then the second half, I think, is um Alec. I think I could he be totally wrong. He wasn't there. He wasn't there? Yeah, he lied oh, yeah, about yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it definitely switched. Like it wasn't the same person in the 911 call. The first yeah. half was for sure a woman. The second mm-hmm. half was, I'm pretty sure, a man. So I just thought in my head, like, the voice barely changed so it was probably it was probably paul then that makes sense but you would no i actually i would guess it was buster because paul was so close to her that i think yeah, paul would have a hard time with that but going back to i was gonna bring this up but i forgot going back mm-hmm. to your theory or what you heard how like um what was it like how he was in a lot of debt and like people were trying mm-hmm. to scare him he allegedly killed this woman gloria to get money like at least that's the way it played out that's the way it looked so who knows like maybe he was trying to do the same thing for paul and maggie but my theory actually is that paul and maggie were the ones that were causing the issues because it's obviously like paul had all of his issues like mallory and drunk driving and drinking issues and then um maggie if i had to guess i would say she was probably the one that like did the act of pushing her over you know gloria yeah i I don't know for sure allegedly 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 i don't know for sure right it's all alleged (laughs) yeah if i had to guess you know just and this is very assumptuous assuming that like 
the woman deals with the affairs of the house while the man does like the lawyer stuff. So I could be very wrong. But that, and just in my mind, that's what I pictured. And also in the 911 call, she sounded super annoyed, which really is what pissed me off when mm-hmm. she was like, I ain't, I'm not, I like, you're asking so many questions. Stop asking so many questions. And I was like, yeah. um, lady, there is a dead woman on your porch. Like, of course yeah. I'm going to ask a thousand questions. That really yeah. pissed me off. I just have a hard time believing that every single family member was bad. Like, I yeah. feel like there's always got to be like, one person that's like a good person and I really cannot figure that out like maybe it was Paul because he he's the only one that didn't do what he did on purpose yeah I mean Paul, he drank and you know boated yeah. and drank but yeah not boated and drive though because he's not that crazy right. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I, I don't know I mean Buster I'm kind of on the fence on because we don't know what actually happened to that one guy um Charles no that's Steven Steven, there we go. Gosh, don't don't <laughs> ask me anyone's name. Um, but uh, the dogs are probably good. The dogs in that family are probably good. You know, right? Yeah. So that's about as much as I'm going to give that family. Because <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. the grandpa even was like, who? Terrible. What? What girl that fell off in a fatal boating accident that my grandson caused? Who? I don't know her name. Like, oh yeah, like what? You, you yeah. Know her name. Gosh. Mm-hmm. But okay, so then the other 911 call, I kind of broke that one down to my head. See, I like to think that I know more than I actually do. So I try to like read into 911 calls. Do you remember the one that um, Alec made when his wife and son were shot? I think for the most part, yeah. Okay, let me see if I can find exactly where I wrote those down. Okay, so his voice did sound sad. I will give him that. Mm-hmm. But um, when... I feel like it was just like the, oh no, it wasn't like, there wasn't more to it. Like the physical aspect, like when Mm -hmm. you, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like there should be more physical, like, oh, just exhaustion or like freaking out. I feel like I would be throwing up. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I feel like you shouldn't just sound sad. Like there's so many other things that should happen in your voice. Like having a hard time breathing, like hyperventilating, just anything else instead of just sounding sad, you know, like that really bothered me. And Mm. then I want to say when he got to like more information, like after he was like, there, I see their dead bodies. When he got to like, this is where they are. This is this, this, this. He kind of got more like business kind of mm-hmm. like he was checking off like this is what happened. This is like just giving the details that he needed to, if that makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was like, ooh, red flag for me, guy. There was a lot of red flags in that whole situation. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's crazy because as soon as stuff like this is like, broadcasted like you know the documentary Mm -hmm. and then like there's tons of tiktok videos on it Mm -hmm. um i think it's crazy how much people pick apart people like there were body body language experts having meetings about this there were like tons of and i was like wow i didn't realize that you could tell like i knew that you know detectives and stuff read body language and whatnot but i didn't realize it was that like well have you ever seen mind hunter Mm-mm. Okay, definitely watch Mindhunter. So okay. the, it's um, forensic profiling, I think, is the specific vocabulary for it. It's when 
some genius who is beyond mm-hmm. our time looks at behavior from someone, not the person themselves, but mm-hmm. the actions of the person and says, okay, so this person was probably bullied as a kid. They probably like their mom. They probably have some kind of stutter, like just all these crazy details that like you have no idea where they got, but yeah. it's about the making of that kind of whole thing so it's on Mm. netflix it's only two seasons unfortunately i don't think they're making another one but it's like crazy how like they come up with that i just blows my mind absolutely shocking but yeah i've um when i was in uh what was that called speech classes i don't know it's not called that but it's something like that we Mm. watched um we watched a whole like documentary about powerful like leaders of the world and like their body language and how they spoke like george bush they said he uh, he was southern so he talked Mm -hmm. he spoke with a southern accent and Mm -hmm. it almost made him seem like not as intelligent and that's kind of just like yeah association you have but that almost makes him more relatable as a president and then how like there's just so many other things like the way people shake their hands. Like if you can put your shoulder or your arm on their shoulder first, that means you have more power, just the stupidest things. But there are so many things that you can break down with body language and like, who knows if they're true the whole time, but they're definitely true a lot of the time. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I mean, I obviously didn't watch like the whole trial because that would have taken forever. I've only seen like clips and stuff. Me too. Yeah. He, but I'm like, he looks rough too. Like he got lost so much weight. He looks mm. bad. Probably all the drugs, you know. Yeah. But then I'm also like the too. amount of drugs that he said he was on would kill a person. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Well, you have to like build up to that. So I don't know yeah. if he did. I just feel like I don't know, man. He said he was taking like 60 pills a day at, at some point. Like, like a there's no bowl. way. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I think you would have died. <laughs> Yeah, honestly. Like overdosing is a thing eventually. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. You would think it would have happened. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay. One thing I forgot to mention with the 911 call. Mm-hmm. Sorry to go back to that. But no. so I said like the phone call sounded off. Another mm-hmm. thing that I thought about, it's, do you come home? Your wife and your son are outside and they're shot to death. And you call 911 mm-hmm. and you're like going towards the body. You're talking about it you didn't do this or supposedly he didn't do this that means that there is someone out there who killed your wife and your son wouldn't you just freak out like i feel like that would be in the back of your mind or towards the front of your mind like there's i live in this huge vast land area where someone could be hiding with like a freaking rifle or Mm -hmm. some kind of gun to shoot me you know wouldn't he be worried about that too so that was one thing i was like hmm well that's why he in the body cam footage of like the cops coming up to the scene he said Mm -hmm. i have a gun right there and apparently people are saying that he ran back to the house grabbed the gun for like defense oh i didn't see the body cam footage okay interesting well yeah i guess that kind of makes sense but in the phone call i feel like i would have heard something but i don't know but yeah that that threw me for a loop yeah yeah that's a that's i don't know rough scene I mean, I can't imagine that any, whole situation. Any of this. Like, any I, of I can't. This. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like if I came up on that, I honestly don't know 
what I would do. I mean, obviously you call 911, like that's like, oh, yeah. Duh. Duh. <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> part of me feels like if you already know they're dead, I would not stay there. You know what I mean? Like I would. Yeah. But also I see like staying, like not being able to let go at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's so hard. I, I mean, you know, you never know what your reaction really would be, but I just feel like fight or flight, I tend to flee. So I, <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to think that I'm, like, one of those people that would fight, but I have no idea what I would do. I've never been in a situation where it's, like, fight, 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 flight, or flee. Or freeze. Freeze, freeze. Gosh, I see. This is why I have to pause and redo stuff, because I can't talk at all. I'm definitely... Fight, 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 fight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely either a fleer or a freezer, for sure. I definitely don't think I ever fight through anything. (laughs) I like to think I could fight, but I don't know for sure. I took a kickboxing class for like six months. So. <laughs> I took one kickboxing class, singular, and um, I loved it, but yeah. it, it kicked my ass. And I was and a little embarrassed to go back. Right? Oh. <laughs> I'm just so like out of shape. That's so like you're, a you're a runner then. You're a fight, flighter because you won't go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then... um. What would you say his name was? His name was um, the kid that got hurt in the car crash, or supposedly car crash. The one um, that died. Steven. Steven. Steven, yeah. So they literally say that his body was inconsistent with a car crash, mm-hmm. and they just leave it at it at that. Like, they don't do anything else beyond that. How does that happen? How, does, how do people let that happen? It's just how a is- corrupt... Thanks. But how is it everyone? How does everyone see that and think, yeah, that's fine with me? Well, people are saying, I've heard, allegedly, there's rumors allegedly. <laughs> that the case has reopened. Good. I think it so, did. I think at the end of the documentary, they said that. I think it was pending. Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they said there were a couple things. But yeah, that just bothers me so much. Like, there wasn't one person who, like, felt that little thing in their gut that was like, this is not right. Like, somebody fix this somebody look yeah. into this you know i mean i'm sure his family was like freaking out but it's like yeah. if you can't get law enforcement to listen to you you can't like mm-hmm. yeah but okay so my favorite part of this documentary and this is gonna sound bad because like this is a horrible thing like this whole thing is horrible but mm-hmm. my favorite part is when one of the rich lawyers says were we the genesis for all the changes absolutely like it was already narcissistic for him to say like and that means like were were we the beginning of the people looking into um the murdochs like all their suspicious behavior so Mm -hmm. i literally thought he was going to be like were we the genesis of all the changes maybe but no he goes absolutely like he's like this is me i did all this you're welcome world like oh my gosh that just, I literally was like, wow, you're a douche <laughs> in the back of my mind. Do you remember when that happened? I don't think I do. No, it was the two lawyers. They were sitting in like a courtroom or whatever. And they were like, you're welcome, Will. Like, we're the reason this oh, happened. Oh, yeah. I think I do remember what you're talking about. Yeah. That was just ridiculous. That was just. Yeah. Uh, it was like, get over yourself. Like, you sound as bad as Alec, you know? Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. I mean, didn't they work with him, or am I wrong? Um, they so when I think this was when um he was suing his insurance when 
um, Gloria fell, like, because he wanted to sue to get money, supposedly to get money for her kids, but he, the kids never saw the money, you know? Yeah. And I think they came back. So <laughs> I could be wrong about this, but the reason why he was caught was because he got, the, he won the settlement and the insurance people were like, no, you won. So we're going to work harder to try and get our money back. But I could, mm-hmm. I could be totally off because that stuff gets a little confusing. Yeah. I didn't fully understand it either. No. I yeah, just... that stuff goes over my head. Yeah, same. I'm not smart enough for that. But, um, okay, so I just want to talk about this one last thing before, and then mm-hmm. we can, like, um, uh, my heart broke for Miley. And I think Miley Miley dated Paul, right? Morgan dated Paul. Morgan. Oh, I keep doing that. MMM. Um, my heart broke for, well, Miley too, but my heart really broke for Morgan because she blamed herself for so much, which she should not, because it's yeah. not her fault. And then secondly, she was in such a horrible situation. Like, it was an abusive relationship. It was so unhealthy. Yeah. And her boyfriend was so in this powerful, like, just extremely powerful fa- uh, family. So, like, yeah. she was just screwed. She couldn't get out honestly, unless he let her go, you know, and it sounds like he wasn't going to. So that just really broke my heart. I'm so happy to see that she's like, okay, now she, like, she seems like it, but just to know that she had to go through all that, like at such a young age too, you know, that's just hard. So uh, she, she couldn't do anything or at least that's how she felt. Yeah. But that was just one thing I wanted to mention, just like, let people know that like that was really really sad just here like all yeah. of her grievances and all that she went through gosh and watching her so cry weird. living it back uh, yeah yeah i can't imagine being anybody in that documentary it just i'm oh, sorry i think i froze what'd you say oh i was just saying i can't imagine being anybody in that documentary like every single oh, one yeah. of them seemed not only sad but scared yeah yeah oh gosh Ugh. they like i don't know if it's like somehow they like they were filming it a certain way or they told them to do something but like i just felt like i was I already knew all those people you know like, i felt yeah. like i was i felt like that was my town those were my friends and yeah mallory was my friend that i lost because gosh it just it, that was hard to watch and of course, it's always these beautiful souls that get lost where like mm-hmm. pe- people were just pouring in for her funeral and it's they, she just touched so much. I mean, like judging from her story, of course, like how could she not? Because she's just mm-hmm. such a beautiful person. So outgoing and so, so special to this world. So gosh, I just hope that she sees the justice she deserves or at least yeah. we see it. Someone sees it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's kind of happening a little bit just because, yeah. like, he's in jail, so. Yeah. What about Buster, though? Do you think anything's going to happen with him? I think it'll depend on what happens with the case being reopened. Yeah. Um, But uh, I cannot get a read on him, to be honest, just based on, like, the few things I've seen. Like, yeah, because there have been 911 calls or not 911 calls jail calls yeah, I've between heard those, yeah. him and Alec and they're just so casual in my opinion well 
Yeah, but also in some of them, Buster's been like, I really hope you're not doing anything that you shouldn't be doing in there. Like, like well, in one of them, he said that because his dad was trying, his dad was asking if he could get, I can't remember the lady's name, somebody to put money on another inmate's commissary. Like, commissary. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, you know, like we... I can't remember what I think he like made a bet or something. I can't remember why he said he had to pay uh -huh. this person. But that's sketchy. Um, Buster was like, I really hope you're not doing anything you shouldn't be doing in there. So like oh, I don't So he's know. like the level headed one in the family. Seems like it, but then also I mean again, I, I can't put myself like in any of their shoes. Mm -hmm. But yeah. watching his reactions of the trial. There was he seemed nothing. to have no emotion. Yeah. Like, and uh, I, as much as we'd like to break that down, that's just how people, quote unquote, grieve, even though he's not really, he is grieving in a way, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, I, can't, I think that was in 2020 or 2019 that he lost his mom and brother. Was that 2021. right? 2021. 21, okay. Um, mm -hmm. So that, that was pretty recent. And now he's kind of losing his dad. Maybe he thinks he has to yeah. be the man of the family, so he has to be strong. Who knows? Or maybe he just has no emotions. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm. I try not to judge on those things because I know I probably have. Like everyone tells me that I'm super intimidating and no one wants to talk to me when they see me. So I try not to judge people on stuff like that because. Yeah, and I'm like, I tend to go into shock when things happen to me. Yeah. So maybe he's just in shock, you know? Like. Yeah, exactly. Like he just, he's losing I mean, everyone in his family. He's losing everyone. Yeah, you know, literally everyone. Yeah. And not only that, but like. I don't know. I, I'm one of those people that, like, I don't really like to cry in front of people either. So I'm sure yeah. he knows he's got people eyes on him, you know. Yeah. And also, depending on the way the trial goes, he could be up next, you know. Yeah, Does so he like, might be a little scared. And his dad's a drug addict. So he's probably not the most honest or, like, looking at other drug addicts, like, he's probably a little unhinged. Mm -hmm. Who knows what he would say to get out of this under the bus or just, like, lying out of the seat of or lying just like crazy you know i don't know so there's yeah. there's a lot that he could be thinking about who knows for sure yeah mm -hmm. what'd you think of the ending um i was like speed reading like trying to keep up i was like okay i'll be honest i didn't read the ending i just saw the part where i read it i just don't have dyslexia so um, I just thought the part where he was like, did Netflix get a hold of this or yeah, whatever he said? I was like, oh, that was like a little savage a little bit, but also yeah. deserved. I mean, yeah, well, I just think it's so funny. Like, and this happens in every case with letters or calling on the phone. People just think that they can hide behind that stuff. Like no one's ever going to see it, even though they specifically tell you, like, we can tap into that stuff. We literally record everything. We're supposed to look mm -hmm. at everything that you send out for letters, but like it's just so stupid that people like they they don't think about that stuff. So that made me giggle a little bit, like just the yeah, like the stuff that made him seem guilty when he was talking on the phone to his son. But then I'm also wondering, like, with Netflix and like all these TikToks I'm seeing of like the jail calls, mm -hmm. how are they getting that so fast? Like, how are they getting access to that? Like immediately I, I don't know if it's that fast i don't really? know if it is and that might be public information i don't know for sure um yeah i don't know or maybe buster's doing it i don't know yeah i don't know 
that's really interesting though. But nowadays I feel like everyone is so smart with computers that they can just do that so fast. And it's kind of scary to be honest. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast where this lady was talking about how she was like involved with a prominent family. I won't get into it, but she was saying that she was going to, she came from a family of lawyers Uh and she was like, so I know to keep receipts of everything. Yeah. And basically they were trying to like out her for something i can't even remember what it was and she had like proof on her phone and she said that she was trying to look it up and her phone like completely crashed and she learned that there were like they had people that could wait for your phone to be like on a certain mode and then like hack into it yeah like with wi-fi the, like, yeah, Wi-Fi like, can be like dangerous, too. Like, if you jump on Wi-Fi networks like Starbucks, like, people on the other Wi-Fi might be able to, like, get to your phone somehow. That yeah. stuff scares me because I am so technologically just dumb that, I don't, that I'm like, oh, Wi-Fi, let's jump on it, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, know. same. That's so scary. Okay, note to self, don't make prominent rich friends. As nice as their pools are, don't do it. It's not <laughs> worth <right>. it. <laughs> Yeah, because the second you, like, piss them off, they're going to screw you over. Well, you know what that made me think of? What? Like, the prominent family? You. Like, you, the show. Not you, specifically. (laughs) Not you. (laughs) I was like, I'm not in a prominent family. (laughs) Give me the money. No. Um, Like, when this second season. Like, how about it? he jumps in with, like, these prominent families, and then he gets sucked in all this crap, and everyone's blaming him for stuff. Oh, I was like blanking on what happened. I was like, what? <laughs> no, yeah. That's yeah. kind of funny because we were talking about how you like you. I just finished that um half season or whatever it is. I haven't watched it yet. <gasps> I want the whole thing to come out. See, well, I thought that the whole thing was out. I think it comes out tomorrow. I thought the whole thing was out, so that's why I started watching it. And then I got to like episode six or whatever, and I'm like, there's no more. <laughs> no. So here's my problem. Oh no. I'm a bit of a like a sociopath i don't know mental like masochist or something because i hate being scared and scary stuff gives me like hella nightmares like i have some of the most fucked up nightmares after watching like scary shit but for some reason it's like i'm hooked on it because it scares me like the same thing with you but like i don't like it (laughs) but that's what punishment yeah no, yeah, that's I don't, I just don't think it's scary. Um, because I was talking to one of my coworkers about it, and I was like, you know, it's really not, not that scary. Like, yeah, gore a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. but honestly, like you're in the perspective of the killer, technically. Mm-hmm. So you don't have those surprises where like, oh, dead body. Like, um, I'm not gonna talk about season two or this season because like, yeah, you Perhaps haven't seen you. it. Yeah. But in all the other seasons, he's been like doing all the scary stuff you know mm-hmm. so it makes sense that like it's not that scary because he's doing it in that present day like unless you're like super scared of gore that makes sense but like if you're scared of like zero killers it's not like super super scary plus you yeah. fall in love with him like the directors want you to fall in love with him and think like he's a good guy he's doing bad things yeah but he's doing them for good reasons and that's what I they think, say all the time i think what scares me is like just how fucked up he thinks and how it is plausible that there could be people out there like that Mm -hmm. (laughs) like they're real you know and there are serial killers like 
And you know, this is like so messed up. And I don't know why this thought popped into my head, but I was thinking hey, about yeah. serial killers, right? Here we go. Let's go. I'm here for I feel it. Like I can like, only wait, let me get uncomfortable first. <laughs> <laughs> um wouldn't it be so easy for like a pharmacist to be a serial killer? Well, there is a there's a documentary about that stuff. Like it's really? like a corrupt pharmacist. He I don't think he's killing people, but he's like selling pills and stuff like that. It's uh-huh. called the pharmacist. But oh. I don't think it would be that simple because like um everything's on like everything's documented now. So like the person that makes the pills, they're probably labeled to that, you know. So it's probably true, true. not that easy. But yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But um, like I think I've just become like paranoid of like everybody. Like yeah. I'm like my pharmacist could kill me. <laughs> like <laughs> no, somebody could stalk me. I lock all my doors. I am terrified of my neighbor. Um, only one of them though, because they come back to me. But right. the person mm-hmm. freaks me out. There's new cars in like I live in a neighborhood. There's always mm-hmm. a new car, and like everyone else has like their cars by their houses, but this person I swear has a new car in their area every single time along with their car and it just freaks me out so I'm like locking all the windows locking all the doors and I just I don't want any part of that it's it could be that they're a car salesman no I don't think they are no to be I was gonna say because like I had a friend whose dad was a car salesman and he always had like a new car like chilling allegedly um this person (laughs) I just don't like Screw that up. Um, I can cut it out. Okay, I gotta get it out of here. Um, What was I gonna say? Oh, so this person always has Mm -hmm. their car, but then there's somebody else in a different car. It's not. It's never like a significant other, and it's never the same car. It's always like this car, and then there's this car, and it's so drug dealer. I I didn't want to say it, but yeah. (laughs) The reason that I say that is because I know someone. That allegedly had a neighbor whose son was allegedly a drug dealer, and allegedly, allegedly but he wasn't. Allegedly. They should make a rap for that. <laughs> they really should. Yeah, allegedly, he, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, like I could see it. I could see it. Um, Damn. But he wasn't good at like hiding it either because he was like a teenager. <laughs> he wasn't really good at drug dealing. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't because like everybody Walter knew. White. Yeah. No. Like this dude was yeah. not a studious kid carrying a big backpack and then would put something in the mailbox and then these random cars would come take something out of the mailbox. Like it's not, not like, like it was obvious. And with the yeah. age of like everybody having ring cameras and it was in a court. Yeah. So like their ring cameras are all pointing at the whole court. Like you can't get away <laughs> Every with that single shit. Angle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's people are just stupid nowadays. It's so hard For to get real. away with anything, which is awesome because we don't want anyone to get away with anything. Well, you know what freaks me out? Oh, Everything. Well, I just wanted yeah. to say one thing before we got off the topic. It really upsets me that Penny or Pen, whatever his name is, Pen Wegley or whatever his name is, the guy that plays Joe, mm-hmm. that he didn't get cast for Ted Bundy. I like, I love, I shouldn't say I like, I love Zac Efron. I think he did a good job. But if you look at a picture of Ted Bundy and you look at a picture of Pen, Penny, whatever his name is, you're like, <laughs> that's the same person and like he is if you look at joe's character and you look at the ted bundy story you're like it's the same person like it's just it made me upset that that didn't happen but go ahead sorry to cut you off oh i was just gonna say 
I'm going to try to tell this story without telling it because, again, I also <laughs> have people I don't want this getting back to. Yeah. Um, I've had situations where... <gasps> Sorry. That scared me so bad. My boyfriend just walked in. I was like, is that coming from my end? <laughs> That's fine. funny. Oh, I got to come down um, from that one. <laughs> oh breathe. It's like the door is opening. <laughs> okay, Wait, ahead. that happened to me like the other We have like, so when our like AC turns on, if we don't mm-hmm. have one of our doors shut, it slams shut every time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh, don't and I was, up. like, listening to headphones the other day and, like, the door slammed shut. And I was, like, terrified because I was yeah. home alone. Dude, it's so funny, wow. though. I grew up in an old house and there's so many, like, squeaky noises and stuff that, like, that mm-hmm. stuff doesn't scare me and it should. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah. Tell me your story without telling me your story. Oh, so, like, I've had, like, situations happen where, like, I go back to look at, like, camera footage. And it, this has happened not only at my house, but at my parents' house, too. Where, like, the footage will cut out at a very, like, opportune time. Yeah. Inopportune time. I don't know English. Um, (laughs) And I'm like, how did they do that, you know? Yeah. Because it's like you're on camera, but all of a sudden your voice cuts out. That's spooky. Like, they have a way to hack into into your thing. Yeah. And solicitors have a way to do that, too. But Oh, I don't like that. Because I've watched that happen, and I'm like, I don't like that, because that's, like, my only proof that something even happened, you know? Jeez. So, oh, that's gross. Yeah, I, like I will. Story. <laughs> yeah, no. No, And I've you. heard of people getting their, like, cameras inside hacked. Well, there's, like, there's a video I can think of specifically of, like, a little girl with a nanny camera and mm-hmm. somebody's like talking like a man is talking to her yes. through the nanny camera i have chills because i know what video you're talking about yeah. and the <laughs> little girl yeah. like, she's like mom and i'm like get your mom get out of there run yeah, run like, yeah, just, no. disgusting like it ugh. scares me i'm like how do we even live in this world with all this technology like we probably don't it's probably all a lie <laughs> there's one really smart hacker guy that's just making us think all this stuff like oh mm-hmm. wow we like strayed really far and i'm very uncomfortable now <laughs> why because now i'm just thinking like there's a guy watching me and he's like guiding me <laughs> oh wait have you okay so i cannot remember what this site was called I but it was like a that. trend probably like i don't know it was at the dark web because I have no idea. Like, years ago. I refuse. I don't to remember. Do I just know my cousin used to scare me a lot when I was little. Like, I have a cousin that I'm very close to, uh-huh. like in age, and like we're just like really close. And yeah. she would always scare me. And there was this like website where like you would type in, like you would chat with this person, and it would be like they were watching you. But I still don't understand how it works because he'd be like, Why are your blinds closed? And then like the blinds would be closed. And like, but how does he know that? You know? Is it like Omegle? It wasn't Omegle, but it was like something else that was like meant to scare you. I don't like that at all. That that I'm I'm scared now, and I'm not (laughs) a part of that. I don't like that at all. Yeah, I don't like thinking. Like I don't think there's any cameras in this in the house, so I think I'm okay. But oh gosh, yeah, that's I have. Yeah, I had one camera in our house, but I would always unplug it when we weren't using it because we used it yeah. to watch our dog. And then, like, <laughs> I don't 
That was weird. Like a squeaking noise. Did you hear that too? Yeah, I did. I don't think that was coming from my end. <laughs> I think it might have been like I my... Think... <laughs> We're paranoid <laughs> now. <laughs> Seriously, we need to get okay. this thing. I have Ooh. another topic that's not scary. That's scary. Oh, bummer. <laughs> I was getting <Okay>. excited. <laughs> Are you into... Yes. No. Um like drama between celebrities at all like do you keep up with that at all um i find myself getting it like i don't seek it out in any way like i don't watch housewives or whatever but like Mm -hmm. every so often like on snapchat or something they'll be like can you believe what this person did i'm like no i can't right tell me more (laughs) like halfway through it i'm like wait i don't even know who this person is okay what are you talking about uh the Biebers and Selena. Have you okay, seen so anything? I've heard a lot because, and it's literally just like headlines that I read, and I'm like, right. okay, information, information, information. Um, um, I'm instantly on Selena Gomez's side, like instantly, without any other information. Um, but I do know, like, I just feel like this, um, allegedly, 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 mm-hmm. um, the. Like the girl Bieber is just like true, like I may be jealous of the fame that she's getting and just trying to like slam her or something. I don't really know the motive behind so, it, but I just feel like she's just like a mean girl and she's trying to hurt her feelings. See, I have like, I was hard on like Selena's side, right? Mm-hmm. And I still am like a Selena fan. Yeah. But I see it as like two different beasts. Like obviously like the internet bullying and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Like that wasn't right. And you know, I don't know like yeah. what's going on with that. What's not. But then like there's the other side. I-, I watched an interview with Haley in it and it kind of gave her perspective a little bit. Like people just won't let them live. And no, I I I've come up with like a new like perspective view on, on it. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like the you life know, of Haley Bieber. Famous people in general, like, yes, they put their whole life out there. They chose that. Mm-hmm. But at the same but time. But I still don't think mm-hmm. it gives you the right to, like, pick them apart for it. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, and I feel like they've show. they've all been picked apart. Mm-hmm. I think I worded it to my friend as, like, the way that they all describe their lives is, like, people are trying to look at their life under a microscope with a telescope. Like, they don't <laughs> actually... That's such a good way. Did you come up with that on your own? Because you should like you should trademark that because that's really good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I will. (laughs) I like that a Um, lot. That's really good. Thank you. Uh, Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes I can like come up with good ideas. You know, it was good. I liked it. But I've had this whole new view where it's like, yeah, the internet bullying thing wasn't right, but they're entertainers. Like, how do you know they're not all just like doing these posts and things for entertainment? Like, that's what they're meant to do. Yeah, that's true, too. And also what really, really bothers me about, like, famous people is that people idealize them. So, like, I know Mm -hmm. at one point, like, Taylor Swift, her fans were, like, asking her, like, political opinion or asking Mm -hmm. her to bring that out. And it's like, she's a great singer. I think she was an actress. I don't know. I don't know what her talents are. But, like, she's not a politician. And also, politics are something that is based off of your own morals and your own opinion. Do not mm-hmm. follow like a little kitten or a little duck behind your favorite celebrity because yeah. like no offense to them, but like that's their opinion. Great. Keep it to yourself. You vote your way or whatever it is that she was trying yeah. to prove. But like, no, we we shouldn't like be looking at this person as like 
you're a god because you're a celebrity. They're still a person, you know? And that's what really yeah. bothers me about this stuff is, like... Same. Ugh, that I just... I don't know. I don't like how they're, like, allowed to do that stuff. Yeah. And I feel bad for Haley because it's, like... She's well, I feel bad for both of them. Guy. Yeah, she's, she's being made out to be the bad, bad guy. She she's married to him like he chose mm-hmm. her as a grown-ass adult he chose her which again makes her the bad guy somehow for what like yeah like i don't get that. like everyone wanted them to end up together and then i at least i feel like this happened i don't know like exactly the whole um timeline but i feel like mm-hmm. it was like out of the left field that that relationship happened you know like i feel like everyone thought that he was dating selena and then all of a sudden he got married well, the way that Haley described it was that they had actually already broken up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I haven't done research on the timeline to like back up her I story, I but but she said in the interview I listened to, basically like she was never with him when he was with Selena, uh, which is great. And I love to hear that. She said that you know the pictures or whatever of them on like valentine's day or whatever it was right before he got like engaged to her was Mm -hmm. them like trying to have closure it wasn't like they weren't together then yeah okay Um, see i know i really don't follow any of that stuff unfortunately but everybody just like just of course tell us whatever story they want yeah whatever is gonna get the most like views and the most likes or start and that kills me that kills me like i i don't know if it's yeah I don't know if it's just because I've been listening to a lot of interview podcasts of like celebrities basically mm-hmm. talking about how terrible their lives are. <laughs> I've like feel for them more now. Like I'm like, yeah, you're famous, but you're doing your job of entertaining. I don't think there yeah. should be this extra thing of like having your life picked apart just for doing mm-hmm. your job. Like yeah, nobody exactly. else deals with that. Like they don't get any private moments like michael jackson how he would pay a bunch of people so he could just like pretend to go grocery shopping or some crazy stuff like that like that's just so sad to think about the like mundane activities that we all hate doing are things that celebrities long to do because they can't do those private things or those just really simple activities without like being tackled or bum rushed (laughs) yeah like they like so many of them have like very similar stories of like i'm really depressed Mm-hmm. I, I actually have a hard time being around people because yeah I can be around people on set or whatever but like in real life I'm like an anxious person yeah. and, and it makes me feel exactly why I'm not famous because I just I know I would feel that way so I avoid saying <laughs> I don't want people picking apart my life and I yeah, yeah. petition to make some kind of news channel that just talks about good stuff like I need yeah. that in my life and puppies and rainbows and yeah cake like like i think it's fine for i mean not always obviously but i think it's fine for you know paparazzi and stuff to share the good stuff like Mm -hmm. you know they've announced that they're having a baby yeah share that whatever yeah i don't think it's right that they're like completely like people make so many assumptions from the smallest things and i think it's crazy Mm -hmm. like the shit people's job too you know yeah that's their job to like find any like tmz or whatever it's their job to be like mm, why are they walking this way they must have yeah. kicked the puppy or something stupid like that you know i don't even know yeah yeah it's just i don't know that was like a tangent but i just <laughs> wanted to get your feel for it yeah I'm, because... I'm unfortunately not very up to date on that stuff like if you want to ask me about the latest superhero movie like i will tell you everything <laughs> 
but like I'm just not good at like and I also I I think I try to like stay away from that stuff because it's just like yeah it's drama what you're saying like and it's also like their own personal stuff too so Mm -hmm. (laughs) not a fun answer (laughs) (laughs) no I mean it's fine yeah I actually made a TikTok about that situation and oh, really? that is the only thing that I've ever had that's blown up. Really? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Wow. Yeah. And then yeah, like well, my I next can... video had like 60 views or something <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, so I'm not famous. Okay, whatever. Right. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want it anyway. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't want to be picked apart. But Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Anything else you want to add to this discussion? Um, Do you have any advice? This is arbitrary advice, so random advice. advice. Um, Let's think. I could do the Michael Scott don't ever for any reason, for anyone. I could do that whole thing, but that's not really advice. Um, hmm. I guess... Oh, Okay, so this seems really simple, and this is related to nothing that mm-hmm. we've talked about. But I have been, um, like, I have friends and stuff like that that, like, I try and hang out with sometimes. Um, but one of my friends told me this advice because I just kept getting blown off. And it was, if somebody wants to hang out with you, if somebody wants to do that, something mm-hmm. with you, they'll do it. Like, they'll find time. So yeah. if someone continuously, like, says like oh i'm busy i can't do this we can't do this i mm-hmm. they're choosing not to do that no matter how busy they seem like even if mm-hmm. it's a boyfriend who's like who never does anything like sweet and romantic for that for you it's because he doesn't want to like if he true like if any anything in any situation if they want to do something they will do it they will find the time so don't make excuses for someone like don't do that like if remind yourself if they want to do something they will yeah. Yeah, I think sense. I think I can kind of bounce off that because mm-hmm. I actually have been struggling a lot lately. I talk about it all the time on my show. Depressing, I know. But mm-hmm. I recently started going to therapy and I think mm-hmm. I've kind of realized like basically just what you said. Like yeah. people will show up for you if they want to show up for you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's just it's such a sad truth because like I Growing up, like, I went to a Christian private school from kindergarten to seventh grade, and then in eighth grade, I went to a public school, so I really didn't have too many friends growing up, and I had, like, three really close friends, and literally, they all fell apart, every single one of them, and I think it's just because for the longest time, I was making excuses for them, like, oh, they're really nice here, even though, like, Mm -hmm. they're kind of hurting my feelings here, or they're being kind of mean there, and now at the age I am, I'm like, stop you're not treating me this way and they fell apart I'm like oh you were my best friend like why can't you just be nicer so I think I was just making excuses for them the whole time like the last friend that I had the last closest friend that I have from like my younger years she blew me off like 10 times and then Mm -hmm. said these horrible things to me basically saying like oh I'm trying to like help you to realize this stuff when it's like no no, I made so many excuses for you over the years, excuse for you. Like, you just have to realize that, like, you can't make excuses for other people because that just shows how little they care that they won't make their own excuses, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've learned to, like, not let people walk all over me anymore. Yeah, that's um, a tough one. That's, that's like, one. It, yeah, it is hard. And I think it comes with age because, I, I mean, mm-hmm. definitely in, like, 
elementary, middle, high school, like that was not yeah. a thing. Like people yeah. just walked all over me. I, you know, friends, you just wanted bodies to hang around with. You know, we didn't yeah. find anything quality. It didn't really matter. Yeah. And that's what I found too. So. I don't know. I just learned to love myself and learned to love spending time by myself. Like my favorite thing to do, and this is going to sound kind of sad, but don't feel bad because I love it. Seeing movies alone. You don't have any distractions around you. You can take in the moment. I talk in movies. So like when I'm alone, I can talk to myself and like, not like, Oh, did you see that line? It was like, it's more like, Oh snap. That was crazy. Like, like no one gets upset with me, but I say that when I'm by myself. So yeah, I learned to like find things that I love and like hobbies. So I just learned to love my own personal time, you know? Yeah. So I can relate. It's it's just finding who you are and then finding people that can help you grow in that, you know? This episode went everywhere. All over. And I love it. (laughs) I actually have one question. Yes. The wall behind you. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Um the wall behind you, is it yellow? It's green. Oh, <laughs> it's like a. I was gonna be like me too. Light green. Nah, it's a. It's it's a light green. Like a, I don't even know. I don't know how to identify colors, but like it's just a light green. It's, Are you colorblind? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Maybe I am. Yeah, I mean, we're coming to a conclusion that I didn't know. No, I think it's, I'm pretty sure I can see all colors. <laughs> no, I'm just asking that because you said I don't know how to identify colors. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm so bad. Like if something's like a mint, um, the mint okay. color. I always quiz. say it's blue, but everyone says it's green. Oh, that's a good. I think, you know, beauty's in the eye be- the beholder in yeah. many ways. Okay, pop quiz. But, uh, I wasn't ready. Oh, chartreuse. Yeah. Is it pink or green? Dude, I have no idea what color chartreuse is. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's like I think it's green. Now I'm questioning. Monsters Inc. when they're like, don't forget the buse. And it's like, what color is buse? <laughs> <laughs> and then Sully is like, oh, that's abuse. <laughs> yeah, so I always oh. pictured chartreuse as like a pink. It sounds like a pink color. color. It's, not, look it it's green. It's like a yellowish green. Chartreuse. Actually, funny, it says chartreuse, also known as yellow green or greenish yellow, <laughs> is a color. Yeah, greenish yellow color. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, I thought <laughs> it was pink. It's color. Like just from the name of it. Or, like, you saw it and you were like, oh, that's pink. I don't know. It, people were saying it was, like, the, um... Is the Mandela effect the one that's, like... Where you think you know something? Everybody, and, yeah. Yeah. They were saying that that was, like, an example of it. Where, like, mm-hmm. everybody thinks that it's pink. Hmm. Yeah. So I mean, it, sure just, it sounds like it would be a pretty pink color. So, I don't... I can see It sounds see like where... a pink, like, French color. <laughs> like a Frenchman. Chartreuse. Yeah. Maybe my, right. maybe my sweatshirt was what chartreuse used to be. <laughs> I don't maybe. know. I didn't even think about that. But yeah. Wow. Maybe I'm colorblind. Now I'm like worried. <laughs> I, I don't think you could. You would have known in like kindergarten. Oh, yeah. When you got quizzed on colors. Unless you can develop it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. like Well, I feel like if I would have slowly lost the color or seen color, I would have realized it. Right. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, no, definitely green. It's definitely green. It's just this camera sucks. This is a horrible camera for the, anything. I can't judge. My my laptop's really old, too. So. But you look great. Like, your your uh, picture is so crisp, at least for me. Thank you. Like, I can definitely tell your walls are yellow. <laughs> That's how we know. Yeah. I didn't choose 
Yes, this came with the house. Mm, lucky you. You're lucky duck. Yellow walls. <laughs> yeah. You know, living the dream, really. Obviously. obviously. I painted these, so not living the dream. <laughs> mm. Gotcha. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on. This was, yeah. I love this. It was fun. I, I like talking yeah. to people instead of trying to talk to myself. I feel like it's nice and I also slow down. I think I talk too fast sometimes. So this helps me slow down a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Get some banter in there. Yeah, good times. We get into different topics and we explore the realms of this world that we didn't realize we could explore. <laughs> right. I mean, we talked about literally everything, I yeah, think. Just about everything. Just about everything. <laughs> it was fun. It was really fun. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. So, do any special closing, or do we just usually it? I tell people? Well, I'm like, okay, so there's probably going to be this promo, you know, that's going to oh, be yeah. like after this, and then I usually just say like, if no one told you today, I love you, I'm proud of you, and you're crushing Aww. it. So, Aww, that's sweet. I love yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if no one told you today, <laughs> I'm I crushing love you. it. <laughs> you're crushing it i'm crushing so. it heck yeah oh, yes yes i am crushing being a, a high school pe teacher <laughs> boom boom shakalaka all right that's it so we're done hey guys this is well you don't want to know no really it's you don't want to know the podcast about things that you say that you don't want to know but you really do want to know. My name is Mag and I join you every other week and talk about things that make you uncomfortable, but for some reason you can't shut it off. That's the YDWK podcast. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. And we are the hosts of Two Beards Please podcast. I asked him if he'd ever done this before. He said that he had. So you're asking these questions while you're on the operating table? Just before we start, right. So you didn't think to ask these questions nah. like in a consultation visit? I really or didn't care. I just wanted lines. to prolong the hot knife cauterization <laughs> as long as I could. I also had some adults come to my door, not with kids. Did you give them candy? I did. What's wrong with you? What's they deserve apples. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite comedy movie that I could think of in four hours when some idiot says, what's your favorite four comedy movies of all time? <laughs> okay. This beardy is based on a limited amount of time and I only had two beers. <laughs> laugh with us or laugh at us. Either way, you're laughing and we're responsible. Find all of the links to our social media as well as major listening platforms on our website, twobeardsplease.com. was a Titan Cast episode.